Welcome to GVN's Talking Comics interview. On today's show, we welcome friend of the nation, writer Doug Wagner. Doug is the writer of Image Comics' Beware the Eye of Odin, along with artist Tim Oblett. A mix of adventure quest and Norse mythology, available starting June 22nd. Now, here's your host, Martin Sexton. Once again to another edition of GVN's Talking Comics. I am your host, Martin, and today we are joined once again by friend of the nation, writer Doug Wagner. Doug has been a busy man of late with his second chapter of his textile-based serial killer series, Vinyl, with artist Daniel Hilliard making its way to trade paperback here on April 20th. He also did a recent Kickstarter campaign for his book, Narco, which was also done with uh, Daniel Hilliard, which is in the finishing stages of production and on its way to campaign fulfillment. But that's not all. Coming in June, Wagner, along with artist Tim Otland, explores a tale of Norse proportion in Beware the Eye of Odin from Image Comics, which is actually right in the middle of its 30th anniversary. So let's welcome friend of Geeks Live Nation, writer Doug Wagner, back to GVN's Talking Comics. How are we doing today, Doug? I'm doing great, Martin. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Since we've done, matter of fact, uh, you, you are now the most interviewed person I've had since I've been doing this. So congratulations. I think one more time and you get like a gold jacket or something like that. Oh, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, last time we spoke, you were just uh, getting ready to put out your first issue of your follow-up to Plastic, which was, of course, vinyl. And uh, you're getting ready now to put out your trade paperback for that edition. So, uh you know, plastic was well received. Vinyl is even more well received. I mean, do you, is it still kind of shocking to you how well these things have gone so far? Oh yeah, I mean, it's you know, Daniel and I clearly have a strange sense of humor, <laughs> and um, and you know, not everybody responds to it well. So I think with us, we, we're just always continually surprised that there's more people out there that have the same strange dark comedy sense that we do. And um, that they enjoy it. You know, I mean, that's always the most important thing to us is that people are having fun reading it. And so, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, vinyl kind of blew us away again. I didn't think it would, honestly, I didn't think it would do as well as plastic. And then when it did better than plastic, I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay, now, now, okay, you know, and saying that, you know, I think last time we talked, we talked like there's, will be hopefully a third uh uh, addition to this. So, uh, do you feel any pressure? Do you, Daniel, feel any pressure about, okay, you know, we, my, the first two have been great. Uh, what if I screw this last one up? Or, <laughs> you know, there's always that nagging demon, <laughs> demon behind your head. You know, when you're when you're hearing those kind of things. And um, so of course there's a little bit of pressure, but we've we feel pretty good about what we've already started it. We're already into the third issue, and um, and we love what we're doing. So usually, if we're laughing and giggling when we're talking about it, that's usually a good sign. So we're kind of like feeling like, hey, this might be the best one yet. So oh, excellent. Anyway. Uh, no hint of which textile thing we're talking about. Oh, no, I can't do that yet. I, that <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of figured, but I figured I threw it out there. I figured I'd catch out a weak moment. And you'd forget. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Also, at the same time, we talked about Narco, which was a, um, a book that you had run through Kickstarter. Uh, so, for those who are not familiar, how, how is that progressing along? That's coming along fine. It's, um, you know, this is the first time we did a Kickstarter where the book wasn't completely finished beforehand. We need a little bit of help getting it funded. You know, just, you know, when you got creators involved, you got to pay people. Right. So, so this one wasn't done like we've had the previous ones done. So it took a little bit longer. And obviously now, you know, we're just getting it colored and lettered. And um, so it's come along, you know, on, 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 on a regular comic book schedule. Might not be as fast as everybody would like it, including myself. 
but you know, it's, it's how comics work. Of course, if it's on schedule, pretty much uh, at all these days, especially on, on a number of the Kickstarters, you know, they've ran into all kinds of issues, mainly with the supply chain issues uh, coming from overseas and such. Uh, so, like I said, I've whatever deadline they always tell me when I do these, you know, when I contribute to these things, I'm always prepared to be to wait. Uh, and I'll be honestly, I've never been disappointed with anything that I eventually have gotten. Uh, but uh, you know, there are some people who are better waiters than others, and I'm, and, and I'm good with that. But uh, uh, that's great that Narco is going along good. Okay, uh, so you know, like I said, since the pandemic's kind of eased its grip, have you had any opportunities recently to you know, like to get out and uh, for comic book signings or possibly conventions? Not yet. I've got a comic book signing at the Nerd Store next Saturday for the vinyl trade because vinyl trade comes out next Wednesday. And I'm scheduled to go to Heroes, but right now, you know, the pandemic kind of made things wonky for cons. Yes. And, you know, they're trying to figure out how to how to navigate this as well. And so the tricky thing is now they're not quite, they're not giving you the same notice that they used to be able to give you back in, you know, before the pandemic, where they'd be like, hey, we can give you a year notice. And so now I, I'm hesitant to say I'm going to any cons that I haven't got, like, confirmation that I haven't got a table yet. Because, you know, you're like... You know, I don't want to say I'm going and then find out I don't have a table, right. <laughs> but, but for sure, heroes. Okay, so, okay, that's right. Okay, so your new book, uh, which is uh, Beware of the Eye of Odin, like I said, you had me with Norse mythology because I've been a, a fan of it, you know, since the early days of Jack Kirby and Thor. Uh, so uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about your, uh, the new book and uh, basically uh, how did the idea come to you? Yeah, I mean, this one was fun. So, like, uh, Tim Odlin, who's the artist on the book, uh, he and I kind of met each other at what they call a drink and draw. So you kind of get together and, you know, artists draw, writers just sit there and talk a lot. And we'd always meet at this coffee shop and, like, Ryan Otley, who I'm friends with, you know, was the guy who invited me to this one. And Tim and I met there. And then we figured out Tim and I lived, like, not, not even a mile from each other. And we're like, hey, let's, you know, let's carpool. And so we started carpooling, became friends. And then kind of just like one day I was like, dude, I love your art. He's like, hey, let's do a book. And the first thing out of his mouth is I have to do Vikings and Trolls. And so that was kind of like the inspiration to kind of like launch us into this like doing Norse mythology. And actually Tim is actually descended from Vikings, his whole family. So that was kind of cool, you know, kind of learning all those tales and stuff. And then uh, the book itself is kind of like we, we base it a little bit on the classic mythology. So if you know the tale about the Eye of Odin. Odin had, to, uh, Odin had to give his right eye to the frost giant Mimur to gain true wisdom. And so he kind of took that and turned that eye into a relic. And so the, un this unfortunate small village prince finds this eye of Odin relic. And if you touch it, it immediately curses you. If you don't return it to the frost giant king within one month, or basically a full moon kind of deal, um, you die this horrible death of, of boils and decay. And so that kind of, you know, launched us into like, he's going to have to go through like the kingdoms of trolls and the Erdian dwarves, you know, those kind of things. And uh, along the way, he's got like a, a one-armed blacksmith who, you know, is kind of like an old warrior who, who now is a blacksmith with only one arm. And then he's got another uh, girl coming along with him, Caitlin, who thinks she's a Valkyrie, but you're not sure, if she, you know, where she's getting this from. She may be crazy. She may not. We don't know yet. And actually, she's one of my favorite characters in the beginning here is for that exact reason. I can't tell if she uh, maybe actually is a Valkyrie or just believe she is. And of course, uh, there are a couple instances, which I won't get into and spoil anything, that really makes you start to question uh, uh, possibly if she, and of course, Helgi, or Helgi, uh, of course, is 
doesn't help her any because uh you know he pretty much thinks that she's crazy and lets her know about it uh but uh you know and i actually i find this interesting because the as you know as a group of explorers basically they're all in a sense trying to prove themselves i mean uh how do you trying to prove that uh, you know he's not cursed uh Stigger is trying to prove that even though i only have one i'm still a warrior because apparently uh, people tend to question it and of course as they say caitlin is trying to prove i'm not sure what she's trying to prove <laughs> uh but but uh she's it's a fun character so uh will there be uh any more of either the basic main characters or you introduce some more in as this as the story goes so this this will be the main characters in this in this story so the, they'll be the protagonists but obviously you know we're going to take them through a couple of different lands and that kind of thing so there'll be some side characters you know we've, we've got a witch doctor troll and you know little hundred folk and those kind of things but those will be the main three characters let's say uh now when he's talking about the art of this uh, you either are a very charming fellow or whatever because you get the best artist to work with you I mean, with Tom McCreary, you had Brian Stelfreeze. I mean, forget about it. Uh, for Yumi, Spy Patel, Batty Royale, you had uh, White Silva. Uh, and of course, for Vinyl Plastic and Narco, you worked with Daniel Hilliard. And now, Beware the Eye of Odin, with, you're working with artist Tim Oslin. And of course, uh, colorist Michelle Madsen. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention her. Uh, and of course, his very first panel just blew me away with the head <laughs> on the front. Uh, I said, uh, so is Tim a... I've never no, I've never seen his work before. Is, is there was there some works that you saw of his that you were familiar with going in before before you uh, met him? No, honestly, I mean, it came down to like like I said, we were at this drink and draw, and you know, I could see what he was sketching and stuff. And I went, dude, like you're good. Like, have you ever, do you have any interest in comics? And he goes, that's all I want to do. And I'm like, well, then let's do it. Because I mean, when you like you said, I saw his art and I was like blown away. And I went, why aren't you working? Like you should be working. You're you're professional quality. You know, and I think, you know, a lot of times with creatives, you know, we can get in our own heads. And I think with Tim in that, at that time, he was he wasn't sure he was good enough. So I think he was kind of holding himself back, like pitching the, you know, pitching his stuff to editors and that kind of thing. And I was like, you know, and I just got lucky. And I was like, hey, well, if you want to do work, <laughs> like, let's do some work. Said, well, you get lucky a lot. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I find it hard to believe he didn't think he was good just looking at the book. Uh, uh, okay, so is your your working relationship with him is it kind of similar to the the way you work with Daniel as far as uh, you know? Do you uh, converse everything as you go through your plot, or you just give him a script, or how does that work with him? Yeah, and I think you know that now has been kind of my default. Like I, I want to work really closely with an artist to make sure they're drawing something they would want to read, and that they're enjoying the experience. So yes, with Tim, who's just like the nicest guy on the planet, and just a lot like Daniel. Um, we just worked really tightly. It's it funny. I always call this the Taco Bell story because, like, basically, we would meet every Wednesday at Taco Bell for lunch and just sit down and like start working on the story together. So he'd bring layouts or pages, and I would bring more script, and we just kind of sit down together and just hammer out what we liked and what we didn't like together. And it was a very collaborative experience. And apparently, like I said, that's pretty much the way you work best. And I say that. It, Obviously, from the results, it works great. Uh, so how many issues will this be? This is going to be four double-sized issues. So every, every issue is going to have 40 pages in it. And uh, if things go well, as I, I can't imagine that they won't, do you have some future stories in mind for this? Oh, yeah. You know, if, you know is, is when Tim's ready, I'm ready kind of thing. So, like, you know, he, he's, he's got some health concerns. I don't know if you saw on Facebook. He's got some health concerns. He's got to take care of here for the next month or two. But once he gets past that, we'll jump on something new. 
Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, Tim, I hope if you're listening into this, I hope you're getting better real soon. Okay, so you got your trade paperback coming out. I think it's April 22nd. Okay, uh, I think uh, ironically, it's 420. 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't plan that. Okay. Well, okay. Well, again, it's, it's, it's that charisma thing again. It's just things work yeah, out. Okay. Uh, okay. And so, and, and when does uh, Where the Eye of Odin come out? Uh, June. No, that one might be June 22nd. I know it's June in 20. June. I'm not sure exact, the exact date. All right. And this is through Image? Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, who are, I think they're celebrating their 30th anniversary uh this year yeah it really is uh of course they uh you know kind of set the stage for you know giving an artist control of their characters and everything so it's a it's a really uh uh kind of a big deal especially since you know they're independent still really uh but uh well anyway so that's pretty much what i got for you doug but before i let you go do you have any of (laughs) i can't imagine that you don't but do you have any other projects that you can talk about are you uh just well, basically concentrating on this one. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I've got stuff I'm working on, but they don't let me talk about anything until it comes out. But I can tell you, I'm working on a book with uh, Stefano Cardicelli from Italy. He's a fantastic artist. Uh, Doug Dabbs and I are doing a book, and of course, we've got Doug, you know, Daniel and I are working on the third installment of this material trilogy. Okay, so you uh, you said you're working with the the gentleman from Italy. So obviously, you are you're working as close knit as you normally do with your artists in that particular case, are you? Oh yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, we we do a little bit more over email. Um, that's the same way Daniel and I do. And every now and then we jump on Zoom. But yeah, still the same deal. Like, hey, I want you to draw what you love drawing because I found, at least in my experience, when you're getting an artist to draw what they love drawing, they tend to do a better job. Well, I say what's it? Yeah. No, I say it's definitely working. Uh, I say because I uh, I love the new book. Uh, can't and can't wait to see uh, what follows there. Uh, and uh, like I said, we'll be following that real closely. And I thank you again for your time there, Doug. Thank you, Martin. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to GVN's Talking Comics. Please come back again. Talking Comics is a production of Geek Vibes Nation.